Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, hello, hi, how's it? <laughs> good day, mate, I don't know. Welcome to another episode of Business Growth Strategies with myself and my lovely co-presenter, Yanin Dukabu. Today, we are going to dive straight into what I think is probably one of the most important topics of the time. And it is, drum roll please, burnout. Burnout, burnout. for yes. entrepreneurs, for small business owners, and actually leaders, you probably experience it as well. Burnout is a thing if you are a human being in today's day and age. Yanin, why don't you help me figure out what is burnout? Tell me what is burnout? How do I know that I'm burnt out? Well, it's literally that state of physical, your body, your mental, your mind, and your absolute emotional exhaustion. And that is actually results from prolonged stress. So this is not something that happens in a day. It happens over a period of time. And it really, really then affects your work, your personal life, everything. It's an overwhelming fatigue, if I can put it in such words. And eventually it leads to cynicism. You detach from work, you detach from people. It's just a really dark rabbit hole. Oh, that doesn't sound great. Um, no. I know no. that I don't want to be in that rabbit hole. That's like a firm no for me. Exactly. So I think one of the, the biggest questions then would be, how do you recognize burnout? So we've already identified that it's not something that happens overnight. So you don't burn out today because you had a rough day. It's because right. of multiple um, continuous stressful situations, stressful days. In the summit, we talked about the cortex vortex, and that's where your prefrontal cortex checks out. It's like, well, enough. I'm not doing this anymore. What that means is you are not able to think. You know, when you sit there yeah. and you stare at the screen, the lights are on, but nobody's home. And yeah. that's the problem with burnout. So mm. what are some of the signs of burnout? So there's, there's a couple of specific ones that we can pull out. And obviously, burnout is not a one size fits all. We all experience no. it differently. But what are some of the things that we should be keeping an eye out for when it comes to burnout? Well, I would say the first thing is you're pulling away from people, from people within the industry. And I'm not just talking about your staff. I'm talking about people that you normally learn from. I'm talking about even family because you become isolated and you, you literally right. pull back into your shell. That's really one of the big things. You lack motivation. You lack cre creativity. Um, and you just get to that place where you're tired is tired. I wanted to say, yeah, much is much. Exactly, exactly. <laughs> there isn't exactly a better way of saying is. it. Afrikaans no. says it so much better. Exactly. <laughs> so some of the other things that also come up, uh, so we've mentioned the cognitive, you've mentioned cognitive um, signs, which is your difficulty concentrating. For entrepreneurs, mm -hmm. often it's difficulty making decisions or remembering things. You go yeah. somewhere and you're like, oh, I was supposed to do this thing. What was this thing? I and that's not... When you lost your car keys, guys, that's not burnout. It's when you yeah. seriously can't remember stuff anymore. Behaviorally, it's often also linked to irritability. Because you're tired, you're irritable. So yeah. you can't, you know, you just short temperedness, snappy. Yes, snappy. You're just like, oh, you know those memes on, on Facebook yeah. where it's like, I can't deal with stupid people right now. The only reason they're <laughs> stupid is because you're tired. It's not because they're yeah. stupid. 
Um, yeah. Physically, what are some of the physical things that people should keep an eye out for? Um, I would say like, like you will actually have pain in your body. But before I wanted to say that is something that you said now with the memes that you will hear people say as well that I don't have time for this. That is for me right. a key giveaway of I'm either close to it or am I there already where people are just yes. like, oh, I, I don't have time for this. It's you do have time for it. You just actually don't have the emotional capacity for what you're about to do. That's why you say that. And that will lead to like stressed and tense muscles. <clears throat> Like we said, emo uh, physically, you are drained. You've got mm. probably headaches all the time. That's the yeah. stuff that you're going to look out for. Like your you, your body is sore because your muscles are so tense. You're, you've yes. got headaches because you're so tired of thinking. We actually get something that's called decision fatigue. And yes. you... You've made so much decisions. So you've made so many decisions over a period of time that you actually fatigued in making decisions. So That's something right. that can help you there is like the habits that we form on a daily basis. Because when we form habits, there's certain things I don't have to think about anymore. For That's as right. an example, right? I take my clothes out. What I'm going to wear today, the previous night. Why? Yes. Because then today it's one less decision to make. I drink a shake every single morning, not because I'm lazy, because I don't have to think about it. I know yes. what goes in there. I know what I'm going to wear today. I know what time everybody needs to be at school. I know what time I get to work. So planning, getting your stuff done, having those habits, having a routine, that will really, really help you. I love that. So on that point, how do you prioritize self-care? And you've you've just said it. So before the before we started the live, I said to Yanni, let me just let you know this is my biggest thing. When it comes to self-care, when it comes to managing overwhelm, when it comes to managing stress, the number one thing that we need to be doing is planning. Mm -hmm. If you spend a couple of minutes planning, everything else just falls into place. You either fail to plan, then you plan to fail. That's the reality, right? And when it comes to fatigue, overwhelm, stress, burnout, we get burnt out because there's all these things. We feel overwhelmed because from our perspective, there's so much happening. But the truth is, if you had taken 10 minutes in the day to sit down and think, okay, what are the things that I need to do? You'd be able to do those things. I think John Maxwell says mm -hmm. it best. You have time for what you make time for. If yeah. you don't make time for these things, you will not have time for these things. And then you will get to the end of the day going, I was so busy today, but I actually did nothing. Exactly. I have no idea what I did today, but I was the busy the whole day. Exactly. And that's the problem. So what are some mm. of the self-care things that entrepreneurs and business owners need to consider when it comes to burnout leading up to it or preventing it? Or once you're there, what can you do about it? So you already know that I don't believe in work-life balance. I believe in the work-life integration and we need to integrate various things in our life into every single day, right? And that for me, that helps with burnout, number one, but exercise is a very good thing. Um, I'm not saying yes. go and exercise every single day, an hour at the gym. When you're a business owner, if you can do that well, done i'm really really proud of you but it's not the case for all of us with four no. children a business a family and everything that goes <laughs> with that right so 
I'm just saying get some kind of exercising that you enjoy. I'm also not saying sign up for the gym. I'm saying go for a walk after work or go for Motion a walk before. Motion emotion. Exactly. It's like just, just grab a friend and say, let's grab a coffee and walk with our coffee around the block. Yes, just something, absolutely. you know, but yeah. you have to stay active. Let's take exercise out and say stay active. For me, it's yes. a thing of do something. Go mm -hmm. go on a Saturday and do what we have here as the park run or and I mean, you don't even have to run. You can walk. We've got so many mm -hmm. places around us even. We're so spoiled. We can go for a walk, go for a hike, go for a drive. Those are the things is just to get out, you know. You yes. have to. You can't just, as much as I love routine, I understand that we need to get out and be in different environments, you know. Yes. So when you struggle with motivation, with inspiration, it is actually your body telling you, I need to get out right? So Absolutely. go and sit at a coffee shop, go and sit and work by a friend, go and sit in a, in one of the shared offices, but that's your body telling you something needs to change in my environment because right now I've drained everything around me. I need to get out. I need to get some new energy. So exercise, getting out, changing up your routine, you know, a simple thing that I do, Odette, when I get to that, um, mind fog that brain fog that we get a very simple thing because we are busy i'm a planner my schedule is like this all i do is i swap my meals so i oh, would cool. like have lunch for breakfast supper for after for for in the afternoon and i'll have breakfast in the evening so my body is like what is happening and my mind is like <laughs> what is happening and then i'm like oh i'm awake again let's go how simple is that it's I very simple but if it works if it works, then that makes total sense. And that's just, that's exactly the point though. Because fatigue and burnout isn't a one size fits all. The solution is not a one size fits all. There are, there are principles to addressing it. And the principle here is planning. Whatever that looks like, plan to do something outside of your normal routine. Um, exactly. I, th I think one of the biggest things we have to remember as entrepreneurs and as business owners, and I'm talking specifically small business owners, is that you are your most important asset. So you either make time to look after yourself or sickness will force you to take time off to look after yourself. And that's not what you want. If you're a medium to a large size business, if something happens to the CEO, they've got systems and people and processes in place, things tick over, the CEO is gone, it doesn't matter. Small businesses and entrepreneurs don't have that luxury for various reasons. So you have to look after yourself. And the, the honest to goodness truth is that small businesses are supported by people who like the owner. Most of the time, when you have a client, you have a client because they like you. And yeah. they care about you. People care about you when you know you care, they care, you care about them. So yeah. when you care about your clients, they care about you. They want for you to be happy. They want for you to be successful. They want for you to be healthy. Because if you're not healthy, you can't deliver the service. You can't look after them. So it's important yeah. for us to look after ourselves. And when we do that, we all, we, we, we do two things. We tell our teams what's important. And we kind of shift things from you've got to be on the go all the time to actually we have to make this work and we have to stay healthy because it's got to be sustainable over the long run. But we also show them what's important. So if yeah. you are working at 10 o'clock at night, you are forcing your team to work at 10 o'clock at night, which isn't healthy, by yeah. the way. But your team goes, well, 
my boss is doing it. I best be on there because he's on there or she's on there. And that's a problem because you're you're setting the wrong trend. You're setting the wrong And your place. whole team will burn out at the end of the day. Exactly. Then there is no business. That's just no business. Yeah. There's simple things that I've even started doing because, yes, we've got, even at work, we've got the group chats, right? And then after hours, I would get time to read through stuff and then I'll forward the articles. I've even mm -hmm. stopped doing that because the person, the moment they see it's me, they will pick up the phone and they will read it. And I don't want yes. that. So no. I don't know, but WhatsApp has got this beautiful, beautiful thing that I can send messages to myself. So I still do that, but I send it to myself and I don't have to bother anybody else. And then I can gradually during the day send that information through. But that only happens through planning. I sat down Absolutely. and I'm like, okay, how am I going to do this? You know, yes. you have to plan to exercise. You have to plan your day. You have to plan your meetings. And then there's one or two things that you don't have to plan. And that is that you are never fully dressed without a smile. I firmly believe that when you get there, <laughs> With any client, you have to bring the energy. Yes. And burnout well, will be difficult for you to do that. Exactly. But the thing they is, will know. you have this mindset that I'm fully dressed. I'm never fully dressed without a smile, number one. And number two, I have to bring the energy, right? Then it becomes easier. Because guess what? Now you're building in habits and you're planning yes for stuff that I'm going to be okay. I'm going to have energy. You know, I'm the one bringing the energy and you're yeah. building that into your every, every day. So I think, I think one of the, one of the ways to make this practical for people, because we, we talk about planning and we are planners. So for me, it's, it's um, comes naturally. What do I mean yeah. when I say planning? So there's two things that I do religiously and I say that because it's kind of, it, there is just no negotiation for me. For me, it's reviewing the week that's passed on a Friday yeah. morning, Friday afternoon, depending on, you know, what the day looks like, what happened in the past week. And I ask myself a couple of questions. The first question I ask myself is, is there anything that was supposed to happen this week that I need to carry over into the next week? If there is, where does it fit in? Because next week should technically already be planned. I should know what's exactly. coming, you know, more or less. Maybe not per minute, but there's got to be some idea of what's happening. The next question I ask myself is, what can I delete? Quite often, we are busy. We're not mm. productive. We're not effective. We are busy. And sometimes those things that we are busy doing, we actually don't need to do. So we have to go and delete those things and also look ahead into the next week. What can I delete out of my calendar for next week, what is not adding value, what is not growing the business, what is not growing me, what is not growing my team. And then, of course, what can I delegate? Because surely you shouldn't be doing everything yourself. The whole point when you started your business, 100%, was some part of you wanted freedom. And if you are the business, you are not free. So you have to delegate. Now, that brings up another question of, but what if I don't have a team? That's a conversation we will have on another day. And perhaps, Janine, we can chat about that in our next live. But you have to build out your team. And there's mul yeah. multiple ways of doing that. And then you delegate to those people who can do those things. Because you shouldn't be doing everything yourself. And if you are doing everything yourself, then you're probably not doing it properly anyway. Because we all have strengths and weaknesses. And there's things that yeah. we would end up doing actually that doesn't fit into our strengths exactly and and i think another thing to add to what you said about the planning is we need to plan to rest 
you need yes. to plan ahead of time. What is the weekends I'm going to take off? What you're supposed to take every weekend off, but I'm saying, what are the weekends I'm going to take? I'm going to go away. When am yes. I going to take a little vacation? Even if it's four or five days, if it's for a week, it doesn't matter. Absolutely. But you have to sit and you have to plan that out. Because if you don't plan it out in the beginning, I promise you in the middle of you the don't year, have you will never just say, you're just going to say, I don't have time. No. I can't do it. You know what, what I love doing? So when we, when we initially, before we left South Africa, I did exactly that. I had an annual plan. I knew when the school holidays were, when we were going away, what we were going to do. And then we came here and like, guess what? Immigrating has a way of <laughs> throwing everything upside down. And you're like, oh, all of that clever stuff you used to do went out the window. And it, it took me about two years to get back on track and go, hey, hold on. This is not working. And now I'm back to the point where I've got an annual planner. I know all the important things. So business, uh, business important dates, holidays, when is the school holidays? I make sure that I take my breaks in the school holidays so that it aligns with my kids. I also make sure then also when the kids are at home that I schedule in the times that they are away so that I can help my clients or that I can deal with those things. What are the big things that we need to do? What are you doing for your anniversary? You know what? Most people forget anniversaries, not because it's not important, but because it's not written down somewhere. So you don't plan to do something special. And then Friday, you realize Saturday is the anniversary and you're like, oh, yes. mm, I was supposed to do something special. No, guys, just plan for it. You know, it's coming. Exactly. You've got your planner. You know what's coming. You go, oh, next month, this thing is happening. I want to plan this thing. So I've got to book a weekend away. I've got to do something with the kids. I've got to, those things only come when you take the time to plan. Now, you're probably going, I don't have time for this. Okay. I don't have the money for this. Uh-huh. It's because you didn't plan. And yeah. you won't have time ever. Never. Mm. I, it, I don't know anyone who has the time spare for planning. It's a choice yeah. we make. When mm. we choose to do planning, we say, okay, well, I'm going to let those things that are burn, that are burning, just burn for a bit. Because yeah. this is important. It may not be urgent, but it's important. If you look after the important, the urgent goes away. Yeah, I love that. I love that. And and like I said, there's two people, two things people say is I don't have time and I don't have money. But my question was not what you had. I just wanted to know what you want. Yeah. When do you want to go away? <laughs> I love that. Absolutely. Because here's the thing. And I, I, I often tell my clients this, when it comes to your brain, when you tell your brain, how can I do whatever, finish the sentence, your brain starts looking for solutions. But if you say, I can't, your brain's like, okay, we're done here. Done, end of the story, I'm having close some that coffee. box. Yes. Yeah. And you'll find when you ask the question, how can I go away three times a year? Your brain goes, I'm not sure yet, but I'm going to find out. And I promise you, at some point, you're going to wake up in the middle of the night going, <gasps> Ting! I know, and it will and then, be in the middle of the night. It's not going to be in and, and the best thing about that is at the end of the year, you'll look back and be like, oh, I actually went away five times. Ooh, yes, exactly. How's next year going to look? Exactly. And then you get excited because now you're being rewarded. You are taking time off. When you take time off, you become more creative. You deliver better stuff when you are around your clients. Your clients love you more than they did before. So they refer you to more people. So your business grows and you're like, oh, this is just fantastic. And all the while, you are looking after yourself. 
making time for the things that are important, not urgent. Exactly. I love that. For me, boundaries beats burnout. And that is something we need to remember. When we put boundaries in place, we are helping ourselves not to get burnout. A, A small hack that I love is your Outlook. Most of us use Outlook for our mail, right? And I'm sure you can do it on the Mac version as well, is to start it in your calendar in the morning and don't let Outlook open in your inbox. And the reason I say that is, is it was something I was taught that I I simply love and thrive by, is if you open your, your emails in your email inbox, then your day is about everybody else. And, yes. But when you open it in your calendar, you're opening it with a mindset that I've got a plan. I know where I'm going. It's not a selfish Correct. thing. And a lot of the time when I speak about boundaries and I say me first, then my family, then people are like, oh, she's such a selfish person. We can't say that. No. You know, like my kids say, shellfish person. But it's not even that, <laughs> right? It is about if I do put myself first and I fill my tank and I fill my cup, then I can give to other people because you and I both know we can't fall from an an empty cup, right? So when we put boundaries, we are saying, this is what we're actually saying, is I love you, I love my family, I love my clients, I love my staff, I love the people around me. Therefore, I need to take care of myself. When you do that, you will be fully dressed without us. You will be fully dressed and you will have a smile and you will also be the person in the room that brings the energy. That's a hundred percent true, and also I think it's a matter of uh, it's a matter of saying I'm important enough because there's yes. there's the people who go you're selfish, and then there's the people who go I don't want to be selfish at all, so I I'm just going to minimize who I am, so then they yeah. don't do it at all. But the reality is, in my house, it works like this: Mama ain't happy, nobody's happy. That's just how we roll. <laughs> so what do we need to do to get Mama happy? Because when you're happy, when you're taken care of, when as a business owner, you have prioritized your own health and your own mental well-being, then you can serve your clients, then you can serve your team, then you can show up and lead as opposed to yeah. shouting at people, be that manager that nobody actually wants to be around. So I, I 100% support that. We have to make space. The question then is how do people say no? I think, again, it comes down to the boundaries and the planning, because my boundary is this, right? That if I have the first hour of the day for myself, then the rest I'm really good at for other people. Mm. Right? So that is my boundary. That's what I plan. Because I set that boundary there, I can now communicate with my family. They now, we're on the same ground here. If that door is closed in the morning, it's for a reason. Leave mommy. It's her time. When she yes. opens up, she's she's ours, right? That's setting yes. a boundary. That didn't just happen, Odette. I had to plan that. And prom- I promise you, it's not easy <laughs> for the first, for an hour to just be there by yourself. Sometimes now it's longer. It's the same as yes. with holidays, right? It's like I plan for three, I have five. I plan for an hour, sometimes it's two. That's right. But that is the point of it is, mm. is you're putting the boundaries in place, you're putting the planning there, and now the stuff starts to happen. You have to plan what you're going to do when you're tired, right? Yes. We've, we've said now that these are the things that we need to recognize. This is what burnout looks like. I'm tired emotionally, physically, mentally. I don't have Mm. energy. I'm irritable. I don't have motivation. I don't have creativity. I don't feel inspired. I don't feel, I feel, I don't have, 
I'm unmotivated. I'm like, how am I going to do this? Like, it's difficult mm -hmm. to get up in the morning. That is yeah. what people feel, right? So we need to put those boundaries in place by planning. You need to sit down. You need to decide for yourself. We have to discover these things, right? Mm -hmm. So you have to take some time, even though you tell me that you don't have any, you have to sit down and discover some stuff. Who am I? Yes. What do I like? What are the things that gives me energy because that I need to do more of? What are the things that drains my energy that I have to do less of? And that can also be that stuff like you say, how many people mm. scroll aimlessly through the day on Facebook because they went somewhere to go and get something. They saw that tab open and they started scrolling half an hour later. It's like, why am I here again? Oh, yeah. You know, that's <laughs> well, wasn't I supposed to do something? <laughs> yeah, that's a boundary. Putting work hours in place. Um, yes. It's a good 100%. boundary it's, it's I can't tell you how many business owners, entrepreneurs who work all hours, stupid hours. And I was one of them. Like I can say that because I was one of them feeling the, the pressure to, I must be working. If I'm not working, then there's something wrong. So I have to be on my laptop while the kids are watching a movie on a Friday night or on a Saturday morning or a Sunday after church. And really, no, 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 no. I'll put no. my both hands up. No. You know what was my excuse? I'm not a morning person, so I have to work at night. Oh, dear. <laughs> okay? That was me. And you know what? I still don't like getting up early in the mornings, but, I mean, who really does? Maybe there's one or two people that really does, right? But I, it's, I'm just tired in the morning because I really had a, a, a busy day the previous day. But when I started my planning better, I'm like, okay, hold on, getting up so early is not that difficult and guess what That's now right. it's a new routine yes and then it becomes so easy change what you say because that's Absolutely. most of the time we're very guilty with like yes. i am a morning person i don't believe it yet 100 percent myself but i promise you yes. i'm getting there right yes and um our phones these days are actually brilliant it's like little things right so i've got this bedtime reminder and I've got yes. the setting that eight o'clock it sets. I don't hear a message come through. My phone yes. is on the same. I don't hear it. <laughs> I don't see it. I'm not interested. It's not because I don't love you. It is because I need to rest so tomorrow you can have the no. best of me. And I'm also not saying Odette, that there's not going to be emergencies. I'm also not saying there's not going to be yes. deadlines. Because those things yes. will happen. No, but then you will have the energy to do it. And you'll be able to. But also, I think I, so. Deadlines exist, hundred percent. First, first thing when it comes for me, when it comes to deadlines, is deadlines are often self-imposed, and most of the time they are ridiculous. Like mm. you squeeze yeah. things into because of poor planning. That's most of the you time. You shouldn't have said. Reality. You shouldn't have said yes in the first place, right? Exactly. So deadlines, I agree. When it was a reasonable, well thought through deadline, and there will be times where things go wrong. I have launched things, gone live, and realized on the last minute at five o'clock when it's time for me to close my laptop that oh dear, this website is done, or you've got to go refund this, you've got to phone this client. That's happened to me a million times with mm. all my planning, and I am a planner, but it happens. But that should not be the norm. 
when you plan properly, then you can run into those things exactly like you said, going, I've got the energy for this. I can deal with these things because actually this is an anomaly. This is not normal. Mm. What often yeah. happens though is people have deadlines that they continuously miss, which by the way, when you miss a deadline, you're telling yourself that you can't trust yourself just yeah. by the just, guys, that one's for free. I'll send you the bill later. Think <laughs> about that. When I say, Yanin, I'm going to be there at four, and I rock up at five past four, Yanin's like, Odette can't tell time. And I, to mm. my brain, says to me, Odette, you're five minutes late. I can't trust you. So then when you do want to get stuff yeah. done, you don't even believe that you're going to do it. So nobody else is going to mm. believe you. And that yeah. causes stress internally. That adds to your burnout. It adds to your stress. It yeah. adds to your sleepless nights because you can't trust yourself. So yeah. there's that part that we need to just get out the way. And then we need to realize that actually these, these, um, these deadlines that we've created, sometimes we didn't plan properly. That's why the deadline is now a problem. Sometimes we said yes to something we should never have said yes to. And now we hate the person we're doing this for. And they're the loveliest person on earth. But you, you said yes when you should have said no, but you felt sorry for yourself or you were too scared to say no. I don't know. Sometimes yeah. we just say yes because we want to be liked. And now yeah. we're sitting here doing this thing. Big one. Going, oh, I yeah. don't want to do this. Like and and it's like you said, how do we say no? No. No. It's yeah, a, it's a we, you word. and I were both taught it's an anointed word, right? Yes. And, and, and you can say no and ask questions after that, right? Yes. Can, I, can you have this to me in an hour? No. Why do yeah. you need this in an hour? You know, so we can, we should ask these things. And no is not, I am shutting you out i'm disregarding your instruction that is not what we're saying we're just no. saying we need to bring to put things into perspective and i know yes. there's a lot of people sitting listening to this thinking yeah but i'm not a planner so do you say that burnout is going to be what's going to happen to me no because you still have boundaries and well, even though it, you it, maybe it, are not a planner you still have boundaries <laughs> and there's still some stuff that you can say no to you know so like i think now. boundaries we no. <laughs> <laughs> no, not now. <laughs> Boundaries is important. Saying no is important. Planning is important. There's another thing that you and I are also very familiar with. But when we do our tasks, Odette, is we know the principle of how you exit is how you enter. Oh, yes. Think about oh, that. Oh, my goodness. How you 100%. finish this one task is how you will start the next task. How you 100%. finish this meeting is how you will enter the next meeting. How yes. you finish this job or this previous how place you, that you were out yes. is how you will enter the next place. Because a lot of people think, I was in corporate. It sucked. I hate it. I didn't like working for a boss. And now I'm going to be an entrepreneur. It's going to be so great. Uh-uh. Uh, Not with mm -hmm. that mindset. No. With that mindset, it will become exactly that same working environment. Yes. 100%. And that so will true. lead to burnout because yes. it's prolonged stress. You never fully exited the one place to enter into another. No. You simply That's went right. from here to there. Same stress. You changed scenery. Same problems. You just changed your, yeah, you just changed your, your desktop background. That's all you did. That's right. Absolutely. But yeah. the, the rest of the stuff is exactly the same. And that's where it is. People sit back and they're like, but how can this be? I'm now my own boss. I'm now this. I'm, I've got my own time. But nothing changed because no. you didn't exit properly. You didn't enter in the right way. That's correct. Yes. 
I 100% support that. How you exit is how you enter. So on that note, how do we avoid slash manage burnout? So I'm going to list my top three. And I'd love for you, Janine, to then give us your top three. My first is have an attitude of gratitude. We experience burnout because we are self-focused. Now, we just said you need to do self-care. Yes. But the reason you experience burnout is because you're like, oh, worries me. I'm overwhelmed. I can't do this. I want to do all these things. And there's a bit of ego there that says I have to do all these things, which is why we don't delegate. If you take your perspective off of you and you have you look at the things that you've got, you are you can be grateful for. Often your perspective changes, your mood changes because you realize that maybe it's not as bad. My mm. second tip is that you have to go help someone. When you are stuck in a rut and you feel terrible, the best thing that you mm. can do is get up and go help someone who needs your help because you That's are so taking true. the focus off of yourself and onto somebody else. And the minute you serve someone else, the minute you help someone else, the minute you give support to someone in need, suddenly something changes and you're like, wait a minute. Actually, yes, this is hard. Yes, I am tired. But did you know I've got a job? Did you know I've got an income? Oh, my word, I have a roof over my head. How blessed am I? And suddenly your perspective changes and you have renewed energy to, to go and do that hard thing, to go and do whatever it is that you couldn't do before because you're no longer self-absorbed. Difference between self-absorbed and self-care, right? And my other big thing which you've alluded to is that we have to do introspection. We have to take the time to get to know who we are, what freaks yeah. us out, what stresses us out. I'm a planner, so therefore for me, time is a thing. I know yeah. that if I've planned this hour to do this thing, if it doesn't happen in that hour, I'm the one who gets stressed. And it's, it's stupid because I set the time, but those are the things that stress me. So what are the things that stress you? And then work around that. When, when you understand what upsets you, what doesn't work for you, a couple of things happen. You become aware, which takes away the stress a little bit because now you're like, oh, hold on. I know this is going to stress me so I can plan around it. Also, yeah. we become better communicators. Like if your kids are constantly in your ear while you're trying to focus and you go exactly what you did, guys, the first hour of the day when that door is closed, you can't come in. And they respect that. So now we're having a different conversation. Now it's not mm -hmm. about, hey, stop it, leave me. I don't, and they feel like they're being resented or they're shunned. It's not that. Now I can yeah. say, I need this time to do these things. And once I've done these things, then we can do those things. Then I can move over to the next thing. Now everyone's like, oh, no, it's fine. Mommy's just busy. We're going to see her just now. They don't feel shouted yeah. at. They don't feel like yep. you've abandoned them. Your clients don't feel like it. All of those things go away because you've now said, I need to do these things yeah. and then I'll do those things. So those are my yes. three biggest things. What are your biggest it things? It is because I'll tell you that as well. But what I think is like, if we can just tell people, when you start with a meeting to be respectful and say, listen, I need five minutes of your time. For the next five minutes, you're going to have the attention of that person. Yes. It works the same with your children, works the same with your family, with your husband. 
with your wife. It works exactly the same thing with your staff, with everybody. Just be up in front and say, I need two minutes of your time. I need an hour dedicated today to this. Another thing that we didn't speak about is multitasking or switch tasking. That is also something that leads to burnout. And I know yes. that we can do many things at the same time, but you will be able to do more if you start with that thing properly and you finish with that thing properly. I am not saying that you can't multitask and all that stuff because I know that at some point we do need to do those things. But don't make mm -hmm. that a lifestyle. Don't make that your routine. Yes. Because you're going to end up that that feeling of overwhelm, that's going to come. The next thing that's going to come is a lot of deadlines because you, ne you start with stuff but you never finish it. But my biggest tips for burnout is to close the gaps, right? So if we take yes. the word gap and we take the G – then the G will stand, will stand for your goals and your value. You need to figure out what is my goals, what do I want to achieve, and what is my values. Because part of boundaries is your personal values. To say if somebody Absolutely. oversteps is to say, no, that's not who I am. That's not what I like. This is not how I do stuff, right? So you need to know where you're going, and that needs to align with your values. The, the A, or the second thing, would be your abilities. It's so important mm. to write down our abilities. And I know you've got a CV. Well done. I'm happy for you. But that doesn't give you an indication of your abilities. It's only your past and what you've done. Yes. It's not your current abilities. And the reason you need to write down your abilities is so that you know what you're capable of. Yes. Because we forget that. When we, we know do. what we're capable of and we know what goals we want to achieve and that aligns with our values, it will change number P or P, it will change our perceptions. Right? Yes. When our perception has changed, now all of a sudden you will see the sun coming through the clouds again and life is starting to just be a little bit happier and you can breathe a little bit deeper. You know, that moment is so, so beautiful. And yes. it comes through these little things. Is what is my goals? What is my values? What is my abilities? What am I mm. capable of doing? Right? Yes. What did I do in the past? We spoke about that many times before. We have to celebrate our wins. Right? Mm. And then the last, the S of gaps in order for us to close those gaps on burnout is success factors. What is the stuff in your life that you are really good with? That what mm. can be quick wins for you? You know, yes. like, what am I really good at? Like, maybe for some people it's sales, you know? So go out and go get that sale because that's a win for you. For yes. me, a quick a success factor and a, a, a place of therapy as well is building a website. I love it. That's hard for me to delegate because I enjoy it, right? But that's a good <laughs> success factor. Or, or writing, you know? I yes. can go and do, do easily do what we do now. I can very easily go write a blog. I can very easily do inspirational stuff. Why? Because that's a success factor for me. It comes naturally because I'm in that place of reflection on a daily basis. Mm. I, I'm continuously learning. But what is it for mm. you? Yes. What is that thing for you that makes quick successes in your life? So what is your goals? How does your values align to that? Make sure you understand your own capabilities and your own abilities, and then you will very quickly see what is the success factors in your life to get you some quick wins, and then just don't stop. Just keep repeating Absolutely. that process and closing the gaps. So there's one very important thing that we haven't spoken about, and I realize we're 40 minutes in, but guys, this is this this is going to change your life, I believe. Yeah. Um, 
And the one thing we haven't spoken about is the role that your network plays in avoiding or managing burnout. So uh, Jeff Henderson talks about having a personal advisory board. Now I hear you, you're like, <laughs> what the hell? Are you serious? Yes. Yes. He says <laughs> that Coca-Cola has a board of directors that determines the direction, it determines the focus, it makes high-level decisions about the business. And Coca-Cola is a global brand. Uh, you cannot argue that everyone across the globe knows who Coca-Cola is. So if Coca-Cola mm. understands how important it is to have an advisory board, why is it that we have one chance of making an impact in the world and having a life worth living and we think we don't need a personal advisory board? Now, what does that mean? A personal advisory board is a group of people, and you decide how you get to that, who you trust to speak into your life. It can be someone that you pay, so it could be mentors um, or coaches. It could be someone who you've seen success in and you want to achieve that success. And it's not just business, guys. Not, it's not just mm. I want X amount of money, so I'm going to go find an entrepreneur who's made that much money and, and that's what I'm going to drive. Because actually, surprise, money is not everything. So let's yeah. just get over the money. Money comes as a result of the other things that we do. So mm. what are the things that you want to succeed in life for? Also, I want to say it, Warren Buffett is a really rich guy, but on, only in cash. The mm. sad part is his family, not so much uh, rich. Mm. Just mm. it is what it is. So mm. when you have an advisory board, please make sure that it's a holistic well-rounded yes. group of people who speak into the dis different aspects of your life, physical, spiritual, mental, business, relationship, marriage, family. Who are those people that you trust to speak into your life? And then have conversations with them about where you want to go, what you want to achieve in your business, in your family, in your marriage, with your children. Guys, that saying that uh, it takes a village to raise a child is 100% true. Who are the people who you will trust to speak into those areas? Because we don't always have the answers. Janine and I were taught you learn through mistakes or mentors. You, you choose. Yeah. So rather get a mentor. Guys, it's a shortcut. Find someone who can speak into that because those people will hold you accountable. They will tell you when you're doing something wrong. But also they've probably been there. So yeah. this is not... This is not a, a situation where you find one of those young coaches who've just finished their coaching degree and they just walked out of uni. This is not one of those situations. This is where you look for people who've got evidence of success, not just exactly. knowledge. Exactly. So, Janine, in, in your mind, what is what role does um, advisors or support or your network play in this burnout situation? I just want to say life, two quick things. Yeah, I just want to say two quick things about your network is you cannot operate without it. You do need it. And it's vital for your personal growth, for your spiritual growth, for emotional, everything you just said. But the other thing about network that's really, really important is you choose it. It doesn't choose yes. you. Oh, so, so make sure. something. Exactly. But make sure that you choose the right people as your mm -hmm. network to surround yourself because that's where you will be in five years time we've spoken about that already yes 
you become who you surround yourself with. So make sure it's exactly. people that you're proud to be around because five years from now, that's who you will be, which is why, exactly. surprise guys, check my network. Your vibe is your tribe. Exactly. Like pay exactly. attention to who's around you because that's what, what you become. I'm like, I, and I know this is, this is probably hard for people. And I think, I think I understand why it's hard because it means that you've got to be vulnerable. You've got yeah. to go to someone and say, Yanin, oh, I don't have the answer. This is the thing yeah. I'm struggling with. Can you help me? Exactly. And it's okay to ask for help. Most of us need to ask for help. It's okay. We have to. That's how we grow. Yes. That's how we Absolutely. get that hand. And that's how we move to, to a next level in business, in life, in spirituality, everything. That's how that's we get, where you there. get the shortcuts. Through the help of... By saying, I need exactly. help. I need Absolutely. help. Yes. Yeah. So, awesome guys, that was burnout. On high level, low level, medium, we just unpacked it all. Quick key tips, ask for help. Your network is your net worth, but they also help you get through burnout. Understand the signs of burnout. And guys, plan, 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 plan and boundaries. Those are your two foundational things. If you have them in place, you will be able to get through this. If you enjoyed this, remember to like and subscribe. See you on the next one. Bye. Bye.